Hello, and welcome to the recap by Dive Collective. Over the next few minutes, we're going to hit the highlights of the last week's reading from our reading plan. Annika and I are excited to invite you along as we read through the Bible together. You can find our reading plan at divecollective.org. It's a free download when you sign up for our newsletter. We know that some of you love the accountability of a checklist, while others thrive from the freedom to join in whenever your schedule allows. The recap is intended to meet all of those needs. So whatever category you fit into, just know we're excited to have you here with us today. Happy New Year! I already have writing in my new Bible, my fresh new Bible. Yeah, it was actually hard for me to write in this Bible. I didn't really? Know, though, so it's, they are. It, it makes me nervous to write in it that I'll see through. It's fine. You can't actually see through. Anyway, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here we go. We are doing uh, the 2021 Bible reading plan. We've got a bunch of people working through the challenge. Hopefully we'll have some more joining us in the next week or so. And then we'll be off to the races. So today, yesterday, <laughs> if everything went as planned, I posted the last, <laughs> the wrap up <laughs> of the recap for December 31st. And now this is the new year. So we're starting with our very first reading. So our very first episode only has the first chapter of each of our books. So we're in Genesis, mm-hmm. Ezra, and Matthew. Matthew. How fun to be back in Matthew. It is. I, my whole, I think I've told you this before, but Okay. Well, first of all, can you believe it's been almost two years since we studied Matthew, since we did the Matthew podcast? January is two years ago. February. Yeah. February. Well, we record, we, I think we started recording in January, but January, February. Yeah. Well, we were recording them and editing them and posting them. Yeah. We weren't working ahead hardly at all. Well, we would, we would record sometimes like four or five chapters in a sitting, but yeah, it was, it was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. That's a good way to say it. But so um, good. And here we are. And that Matthew study gave me an appreciation for the gospels that I've never had before in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually really excited to get to read through them again the next couple mm-hmm. months. I think, I think it's fun it. that we're going to be starting in Genesis for the Bible reading plan challenge mm-hmm. and we'll be studying it. So we're actually, I mean, it's funny because we do seven chapters of each book per week. So every episode will be covering seven chapters, but so we'll be through Genesis in seven weeks, seven weeks. It's going to take us seven weeks to get through Genesis. We'll be finishing up Genesis about the, about the time we finish up our first, first eight. Genesis dive study. Yes. Yeah. Our first eight week study. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know the Genesis study is going to be broken up into eight weeks. So we're doing it a little bit differently than we've done our dive studies in the past, but we're doing creation to Noah is going to be our first study. And then we'll have, um, a week between studies when we'll, and then we'll start Abraham. So that's kind of the plan for the next two, eight week sessions. And then in summer and fall, we'll cover the last two, eight week sections of Genesis, but yeah, it's going to look a little different this year. And I'm excited. I feel like it's both you and I, we've talked multiple times about this whole thing seems way more streamlined. So Genesis chapter one, it was really hard for me not to study this. Like I had to hold back and be like, no, you are not just studying this. Yeah. We are reading it for the recap. We are reading it yeah. for the Bible reading plan. And that is one of the things that we want to remind people of and to let you know, as you're starting in to your first week of the recap, we are just reading the Bible. Like this mm-hmm. is not, 
uh, we are not doing observations, interpretations, and applications. That's going to happen probably naturally in the back of your head, but we're not studying scripture. The Bible reading plan is supposed to be just a delightful read through the story. God will highlight the things that he wants to show you and other stuff will pass away, but it's really not to be studied. It's supposed to be just the enjoyment of this, of the story. You're going to go through it quickly. And the books that we're going to be in, God's going to show you total parallels between like what he's doing in Genesis and Ezra and Mm -hmm. Matthew. And then you're going to see the same thing in Kings and um, Psalms and other places. So it'll be just a fun read. So in the recap, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's going to be hard because we're going to be doing the dive studies podcast at the same time. So we're going to come back in about a week and look at Genesis one in depth. Um, and so our members will be, will have access to the dive studies podcast and we'll be seeing this again. Anyway, Genesis chapter one, that's where we're starting. I just wanted to take a short break to let you know that we have a brand new community of believers on our dive collective network. If you're looking for a more in-depth Bible study, we offer what we call dive studies. Right now we're going through the book of Genesis in eight week sections and we'd love to have you join us we have weekly meetings via zoom so if you're looking to go further in your studies i highly recommend that you come and see us at divecollective.org for more information sticking with that whole like overview idea so genesis you see god totally stirs up creation he he, he carves it with his hands and hit the word of his mouth you know you mm-hmm. see jesus the holy spirit and god together that's the way people describe mm-hmm. creation The Trinity is all there working at creation. Well, then you see at the beginning of Ezra, I was totally taken aback. I, the way that I remember this story is through Nehemiah. Like I remember Mm -hmm. Nehemiah has to go to the King and ask to rebuild the temple. But the way that Ezra tells the story is that God stirred up King Cyrus's heart. And he was the one that was like, go build the temple and take whatever, like, just here's all the supplies, go build the temple. Right. God tells him to go build a, t- to build a temple in Jerusalem. And he's like, all you people go back and build your temple in Jerusalem. I don't, there was just something about like, he's speaking creation to an existence in Genesis. And then we come to Ezra and he's totally stirring up the heart of this King who has no reason yes. to build a temple for the Jewish people. That's right. only an act of God's intervention mm-hmm. in a man's heart to do this thing. There's no, it's totally miraculous and a creation type moment here in Ezra And then you go to Matthew and we're seeing God is speaking to Joseph. And he was like, I have put my Holy spirit into your wife's betrothed's womb. And I'm going to bring forth the salvation of people from their sins through your son. Mm -hmm. And like, boom, boom, boom. The whole thing. I was like, whoa, this is too much. It just Mm -hmm. was so much of God's goodness acting in all of these like unique and different ways. It was. Yes overwhelming. Okay. I have okay. another thread to pull, to pull yeah. side note though. Nehemiah built the wall, not the temple. Nehemiah went back and built the walls of Jerusalem, right? Yeah. You know what? In my head, they're together. Like you're right. He builds the wall around Jerusalem because do they do that? Which one happens first? The that's temple or the wall? Maybe that's why I Inside get it all mixed up. I think they do the temple and then the wall, but I'm not 100% sure on that. This is why mm, I haven't printed out my timeline yet. And this message Bible has like zero resources in it. It's so in I have the no back. Maps. 
Is it in the okay. back? Well, there's not a lot of resources back there, but I finished Turning Revelation and I was like, oh, here's all the explanations well, even of the a different Bible books. reading plan. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I finished Revelation, sure. turned the page, and there was all the explanation, like short How little blurbs about the different books. A Bible reading group. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's funny. Okay, I'm not sure about Ezra and Nehemiah and the wall and the temple. I think okay. that, I think that I think the way right. it's laid in the Bible is actually chronological. I think Ezra goes back and builds the temple and then Nehemiah builds the wall, but I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure. We can maybe figure that out. All of that to say, it was fun to see that difference because I've always had it in my head that the Jewish people asked for permission to go back and build their, their temple. Although I think you're right. I think it's the city for Nehemiah. When in reality, Ezra, I never really looked hard at Ezra and looked at, oh my gosh, the Lord stirred up his heart. And for no good reason, except God, he mm -hmm. sent them to build a temple. It's just mm -hmm. crazy. Anyway. I remember this is the thing I think I'm looking forward to in jumping in and reading through it again is being familiar with it. Like having mm -hmm. just read through the whole Bible last year, like I think it's going to, this process, the more you do this, obviously you're just going to under, you're going to know the story better. So mm -hmm. I remember when we went through Daniel noticing what is the deal with Cyrus? Like he's, he's a pagan king who obviously knows who God is because in Ezra, it says, this is Cyrus proclaims this God, the God of heaven has given me all the kingdoms and he's assigned me to build him a temple of worship in Jerusalem. So he sends everyone back. So that like the fact that Cyrus recognizes, like you were saying, like God uses this pagan king mm -hmm. to send his people back to build a temple it i have so many questions about cyrus it makes no like, sense yeah right like i'm like did he know god like it seems like right. he did mm -hmm. um which is kind of cool and that like the only reason he knew god if he did which it seems like he did because god because of god but what like what god used like god took his people to babylon mm. And mm. Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and like all those things that happened, God used those things and the captivity of his people to show mm -hmm. himself to another people. You mm -hmm. know, God's people were there. Revealing and God. And so, yes, thank you. Okay, so you were talking about God doing the work of creation in Genesis and then kind of like, like stirring up his people through Cyrus to go back and build the temple and mm -hmm. then sending his son. So the other thing, thread that I noticed in all of them is the idea of God with us. God mm -hmm. is present at creation and he's walking with his, I mean, we don't necessarily see him walking with Adam and Eve until after that, but like mm -hmm. he's there, he's with his people. And then in Ezra, it's calling them back to build the temple where he's going mm -hmm. to dwell. And then in Matthew, they name him Emmanuel, which is God with us. God like he's actually sending his presence to live on earth. Like I just, that's a cool. That thread leads me to what I thought you were going to say after you said what you said about Ezra and the people being really like the image of God is what I thought you were going to talk about because like they were the image of God and Cyrus was able to know a little bit more about God because of his people mm -hmm. being his presence. Whereas God in chapter one creates them in his image so that mm -hmm. like we, you, we know more about who God is because of how he made mm -hmm. us in his mm -hmm. image. And then Jesus comes and takes on flesh. He is our image, the image of the invisible God, yes. like just 
Yeah, there's a thread all through. Yes, yes all through. I love it. So that was the other thing that I noticed because so I'm reading the message. And so Eugene Peterson's interpretation, but in, in Genesis 1, he says, God spoke, let us make human beings in our image, make them reflecting our nature. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about it was the everlasting God Advent. Mm-hmm. reading weekly truth that we talked about how like Jesus is the exact imprint of the nature of God mm-hmm. and just how like we, we aren't the exact imprint of the nature of God, but we are. And mm-hmm. it, like we are a less than perfect version of that, but we reflect his nature. Yeah. That's what we are created to do. I think that's the point. This is that this is such a great, it's one chapter from each book. I think it gives a really good overview of what the recap is all about. Mm-hmm. Like we are just looking, we're reading it, we're reading it for fun. And we're looking at the threads of where we see mm-hmm. the character of God written from one book to another and how it all feeds together. And that's what you'll probably mm-hmm. find in every single episode. Yep. So we're very excited about this I'm so excited that we're I'm so excited. Yeah. Jumping off into a new year. I'm really excited to have a January one episode just starting from the beginning with just one chapter from each. It seems like a great way to get everybody Mm -hmm. launched and give everybody an idea of what we're doing. I can't emphasize enough that this is not our relationship with God is not um, a checklist. And even though we're making this a challenge that we want, Mm -hmm. we want to try to help encourage people to get it done all that we're trying to do is just help encourage people to stay in the word. And so there's no, there's no condemnation. Mm -hmm. If you don't get it done, if you still want to stay in the challenge, like there's easy ways to just be like, just listen to listening to the recap counts as going through the Bible. We're talking about going through the Bible, not reading the Bible. We want to make it so accessible for people to experience God's word. Even if it's just in our conversation, that's, more than enough. Like it's more mm-hmm. than enough. I love the idea. And I wrote this in the dive guide. And I think it's so important to reiterate that like God gives us each enough for today. So tomorrow we're supposed to go and gather again, but then no matter how much we gather, it's enough for today. So some mm-hmm. of us are going to go and read a verse Some of us aren't going to read any verses, but we're going to hear people talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Some of us are going to, whatever it is that we go and we intentionally gather the truth of who God is, whether it's through scripture or sermons or conversation or whatever the case may be, it's enough for today. And then tomorrow you're going to go and do it again. That's really Mm -hmm. the discipline that we're looking for is to going out and gathering the manna, our daily bread, and trusting that he's doing the work under the surface, Mm -hmm. making us more like him. So yeah, no pressure here. We want, we, we, add, we give a lot. That's one of the things that I've been talking about a lot is there's so much to do in Dive Collective. It is not for everyone to do all of the things. All of it. Don't mm-hmm. do all the things or don't feel obligated to do all the things. If you are, if you are that hungry and that ambitious, sure, go ahead and go after it, but don't feel like don't feel like you have to do all the things. Like we're just trying to provide as many avenues as possible for for it. Yeah. Happy new year. Let's get this party started. January one. Yeah. Yay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the recap. If you enjoyed this discussion and maybe you're wondering how to get more highlights out of your own scripture reading, you might be interested in joining our in-depth Bible studies where we model our version of inductive Bible study. 
You can find out more at divecollective.org and we will see you next week.